0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We all whistle and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously, we're only bugging. <laughs>
1: Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers, and I'm going to warn you now, uh, we may quickly abandon our position at the vanguard of the beautiful game to talk about dad kits, pints of orange juice and lemonade, and what one of our guests has described in his new book as the king of the street ball. Hmm. Because it is that very thing. And that gentleman is... Mr. James Brown, who has arrived at... A, we, been a while. Good to see you back yeah. again. Yeah, all right. How are you? I'm uh, very well indeed. Uh, the book is, and we'll talk about it in a moment's time, is called Above Head High, A Fiberside Life. But really, it's a football life. It's the life of non-footballers, not footballing footballers, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's about the sort of average footballer who just plays football in karaoke, which is <laughs> to me is Fiberside. But it's, <laughs> it starts off in the streets yeah, of Leeds, where I grew up. And it goes through, it's basically, it's the first amateur footballer's autobiography. Yes, But I, I've made sure there's loads of stories in there from other people.
1: You're exactly so right. So it's very
0: much in the culture of Fiverr side. And um, as I've been talking to people about it, and as people have been reading about it, you know, there's there's obviously a lot of very very common ground.
1: I think so, and t- t- not least of which is the fact that eleven looked like the perverse version of football by the time you finished looking at the book. Um, but let's deal with the, the you know the big man's game because Andy Saunders of course the uh, a, a regular voice on here uh, Chelsea podcast good evening to you evening and of course because uh, James obviously he talks sports show on a Saturday night now don't you with uh, yeah, with Andy Thorson yeah 10 late o'clock, tackle yeah. talks 10 o'clock, 10 oh, o'clock. I, of course
2: I knew James when James was king of the lads mags back in the day oh, exactly you know, when, right when I was a lowly press officer and James was <laughs> you were creation of, Records I, I was for many years and with of course, Oasis I, absolutely and also with our mutual friend James Kylo I think H- figure, who's figure it? In your part book. of the book yes yeah, exactly so you right. work with James I did
1: very much so for so, many years for about 10 years yeah. so
0: his unexpected passing
1: yeah,
2: um, is what prompted that
1: prompted, book into we'll, existence we'll get stuck into that in the most because so, mm. there is that lovely moment in which you describe the fact that um, James actually um, went out one night for 12 years that was the time he, uh, he missed a bit of football in those days but uh, we'll get back to the moment because Andy of course um, yeah. the Chelsea podcast has happened prior to us Crowing like Cox I do not doubt season over well,
2: nobody's caught in complacency at this stage. I mean, the thing is, if you are a long-time football follower of any team, whether it be Chelsea, Leeds, West Ham, whoever, you know that when you're eight points clear, you're not thinking about when you're going to win it. You're thinking, wouldn't it be awful if we lose it that from here? That is true. <laughs> and wouldn't it be awful if Spurs catch us? Wouldn't it be awful if Arsenal catch us? And yeah, it's nine points, but you know, we know that a couple of dodgy performances... You know, a falling over at Burnley on Saturday, and suddenly it all gets really scary. So, unless it's mathematically impossible for us not to win the league, I'm not even thinking. I about
1: quite it. like I, like, I like position on this one. Here is that because it's very much cult manager this year there's lots of personalities on the touchline two of which of course clash beautifully I thought in the Leeds other game but that in a moment's time is that he's uh, he's singled out Kante who, who for a lot of people is the player of the season and said he's got to improve his, improve his build up play because <laughs> he's not doing enough on the pitch is he that boy no it's funny isn't it because it,
2: it's, it's an oft quoted uh, line isn't it that you know the reason that Danny Drinkwater got in the England team last year is he had Kante, uh, Kante either side of him
1: yeah exactly <laughs> it's
2: true <laughs> you know he, I mean he Astonishing. He, somebody said again and again, it's, a, it, it's something that was said a lot over the weekend. You know, Kante has made more tackles in the Premier League than any player in the last three years, and he's only been in the Premier League 18 months. Yeah, and you did, know. is he better than you thought? I, I, I was really, really excited when we signed him because I thought, you know, he's the closest thing to McAlaley, who was a legend yeah. at our club, and um, he's the closest thing to McAlaley that I'd ever seen. Oh. And I thought oh, it would be really good. I'm astonished about how good he is.
0: The thing is, he's still not super heralded, is he? No. You're right He's not I, I think a lot of people Wouldn't recognise him
2: Because he doesn't do anything flashy He well, just goes around And kicks went, people James when,
0: when Leicester started to Well obviously They were doing well From the beginning of that season But I'm thinking about October, Maybe November Yeah So Two Novembers ago Yes uh, um, I went to see uh, Arsenal play Leicester Because I wanted to see What Leicester were doing Right And at that time People were already talking about Vardy mm. And Mares. Yeah and drink water, and the, and and the fullback Simpson were, were getting a lot of praise for being X-Man U juniors, <laughs> and I kept my son's an Arsenal fan, so he had a ticket, and uh, I came away and I said that little guy in the middle, Arsenal should sign yeah. him. Said, yeah. that is the, and he said, "What do you mean?" I said, "The little guy can everything is going around him. He was like the hub at the center of a wheel, everything." Mm-hmm. But it's as you said there, he's not like a midfielder in the style of. Gerard or Lampard or Gary McAllister or yeah. Gazza he's not getting highlights
1: do you not think you know he's the kind of footballer that it, it, and, they're, and they do exist and everyone knows them, is the kind of football you've got to go to games to appreciate. Absolutely. It, it, they don't come There's no highlights. The telly, there's no
2: highlights on the telly. No. Because all he does that is it. win the ball in midfield. Yeah. That's all he does. And when that, he wins the ball and passes it simple, which is what I'm saying, he's right?
0: not gonna, you're not going to see him on Saturday night on much of the day. No. Do you know the best they're,
2: thing they're about my Kante? Likes. Do you know the, exactly. very, the very, very best thing about Kante? Yeah. He drives a second-hand Mini Cooper. He does. He turns up to training and goes in a second-hand Mini Cooper. Why do I need, why do I need a big flash car reset? Oh, is that
1: right? Oh, tra- I'm all over this, boy. Everybody sounds like
2: they're massive, you know, Range Rovers, Lamborghinis. He turns up in a second-hand Mini love Cooper. It. I love well, him. Well, that.
1: Maybe
0: that humility is reflected in his... You no, know, that's just reflecting his game. That's a very
1: yeah. good point. He play. That's right. That's his personality shines through. He's, he's just all you need, business. And you he, need a
0: second-hand mini in your garage <laughs> of, of Premier League football. It's true. <laughs> you, well, you I, do. You need people like that
2: in your team. No, I think so. That's what, where teams go wrong when they don't have players like that. And what you said about you know being unheralded is very interesting because I don't think he'll win the players' go, uh, player of the season because I think that will go either to Costa or Hazard if he has a really good second half of the season. But he will definitely win players' player. Yeah, and without a doubt, the players will vote. And, against and, their players and he
1: Effectively, he'd have been that man for Leicester and Chelsea. He swapped teams, and it would still be that good. He'll I win the league forward. for two teams. Me, back to back. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: remember in the seventies, Brian
0: Talbot,
1: yeah, won the it's FA switched, Cup. Everton, yeah, Arsenal, Everton, no,
0: Arsenal, no, no, Arsenal it switch. Yeah. he won it in consecutive years in different teams.
2: The only other player has, to do it has anyone ever won the league in consecutive years? Yeah, one player Ooh. in recent years, Mark Schwarzer.
1: Oh keepers Yes yeah, So nice what was
2: reserve. that As a reserve keeper As a reserve yeah.
0: Who so
1: fought
2: Up for us For
0: Chelsea yeah. and Chelsea and Leicester And Leicester yeah Nice But no first team player Has No not
2: that I can done think it. of no.
0: Well
1: if it happens to anyone Look The perfect man of the job uh, Here's a great quote They're my values Humility Respect and class I don't think he showed that That is Mr Gary Monk yeah, Discussing gr- The WWE style Tussle On the touchline In the Yorkshire derby well,
0: you know what? The, these Yorkshire derbies with with clubs that we didn't play for a long time... <laughs> uh, are, Scratching your brain remember uh, if it is one. ...are really big issues. Nobody will know this, but Huddersfield Town won the league three times in a row. Yeah. Right. In, in the first half of the 20th so century. They were like
1: before Wolves, weren't like? they? One of them ones.
0: No, but I think it was might have been between the wars. Right. So it's really important for them <laughs> to get back to the top level for the first, you know, for it's really important for them. Teams, you've got histories that are beyond living memory. Yeah. And mm. of course, Leeds in more recent years, you know, even, I mean, it seems a long time ago for me now, but they've been around Europe. We've been into yeah. like finals, semi-finals. We, we were the last team of an English manager to win the league. So it's, you know, half my lifetime ago. It's within that time we've done loads of great things. Yeah. So it, it's not out of touch for us. No. But for teams like Huddersfield, it is, and and so as a result, because Leeds get all the attention, I think we've been on. On Sky and 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 BT and sixteen times already this year. Well, it's
1: because you're going well. They yeah, keep, they no, it's, keep it's not. It's because on, you isn't? get massive.
0: You we get the biggest. Get a big oh, we get the bigger We get the biggest away fans in in,
1: yeah. in certainly yeah, in English you football. pardon Newcastle, isn't pardon? No, You and Newcastle yeah, Newcastle from, is from the start, another answer. big one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I don't know what Newcastle take away this year, but certainly last year we had more than Chelsea, Man U, Liverpool, because you're all restricted in the amount of way. So Leeds is a big draw for the TV. It's a big draw for the away. So for someone like Huddersfield, they're really, really fired up. But it wasn't until we went down to League One that I was even aware that Hull, Barnsley, Huddersfield, Bradford, all absolutely hate Leeds. You were the
1: scalp. Yeah,
0: because we hadn't, We haven't played them for years. (laughs) I don't mean I don't... We have
2: have it with Fulham and QPR. It's like... No, exactly. That's a West London derby, is it? Yeah. Uh, Okay. You have to
1: remind yourself (laughs) sometimes, don't you? Yeah, because,
0: well, historically... I mean, the, the the big sort of enemy, although we obviously have not played them properly, for, regularly for a long time, is Man United. And then I think of in the 70s, the sort of, uh, when I was first watching football, the quality, you know, the team that you wanted yeah. to be better than and equal then was, was Leeds. And in, in all competitions, Liverpool then Leeds, were the best teams in the seventies?
2: Oh, well, we had a huge rivalry in the nineteen we seventy. Well, the that's, FA that's what
0: I was going to come on to. Yeah. I, I had an evening with Eddie Gray a few years ago. Wow, he came down and he talked to about twenty Leeds fans. We had dinner, and I, and he was talking about the, the the rivalry with Man United. And he said, as a player, that just didn't. They were just another team for us. No, the team that the Revy uh, that team hated and didn't like was Chelsea. Mm. That was the big rivalry then. So these these things change over time. Well, and I, I sit
1: here and look at you two, and you are the scourge of my youth club era because that 70-71, the cup finals... Every I know every Leeds player from that team and yeah. every Chelsea, but because the cut forms was how you saw live games or yeah, full yeah. games, and, and there they were. Well. And you two, was, two of them. The was was exactly David <laughs> Webber would it or something like that. Yeah. And, 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 and so that has been the
2: scourge of that part of my life. Just one thing though. Three years ago, I think we played you in the in the League Cup, and we went up to Elm Road. And um, was it three years ago, three or four years ago. Okay. Uh, and um, that was the most anticipated away ticket I can remember, really? in years. And I went up there with my with my sons, and we took loads yeah. up there, and it was a brilliant, brilliant night. And we used to go, I used to go to Leeds a lot in the nineties, um, so it was nice to go back there. And the Leeds fans were massively fired up for it, and I think we smashed you. Do you know insane.
0: what? Uh, Well, actually, I won't make that analogy. (laughs) It's basically like you used to know somebody, whether they were man or woman, they were really fit and you had wild sex with them. It was really exciting and a bit like dangerous. Then you don't see them again and you see them. Like the school reunion. you 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 see them years later. You see them years later and there's just that magnetic attraction. On Friday, I did an interview with United We Stand. Which isn't a West Ham, no. it isn't Leeds. It's Manchester United. It's a it's a long running fanzine, and um, just the same thing. He said, "All oh, my mates want Leeds back," and it's just it's a you know it's uh, Gary Monk's doing a good job. Could, could I was surprised happened. on that game that um, I think I think others feel were better than us. Which surprised me. Well, because I'm surprised they're that good in, in the midfield. Fact, this, this
1: Wagner boy is doing his job. There, they weren't much
0: it? better. I just thought they yeah. got to the balls quicker, and our midfield weren't passing it too well. But we're playing a 17-year-old that I'd never even heard of a year ago. Yeah, he only joined the club 18 and a half years ago. He's jumped ahead of three players. Yeah. So you know, there's. I mean, everyone has different excuses. That's it's not an excuse, there's a reason. I thought Huddersfield played the ball quicker and uh, more accurately, and they were they were. Quicker to the ball. And they harder in the tackles, but I didn't think it was that, you know, actually when the play was going, it was an exciting game.
1: Yeah, Leeds could be on the way back. Listen, we come back after the break. Enough of all this professional stuff. Let's roll our socks down, do some five side.
2: When it comes to a software vendor audit, you need to park the bus. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how.
1: So here we go then. The book is called Above Head High. I love um, the fact, James, the, 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 the quote I picked out, which I think... Sort of sums it up beautifully. David Baddiel you talk to. Yes. And there's this great long quote. And he basically, started, the start of the quote is, it's about football. Then he kind of goes off and, and waxes lyrical for a bit. And arrives back at the point, it's the creation of a little culture. And I get that, Andy, in the way that he's... It, it, the, the thinking of it. This is, and this is really where James has gone with the book, isn't it? Is that it's an opportunity... For us all, is it an opportunity to 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 hold back the the, the, the hold back the sands of time to, to 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 basically kind of keep everything still just for those few minutes? Is there a bit of that in there? Well, uh, it's it's sort
0: of uh, rampant with nostalgia <laughs> because the, the football that I play today is based in the football I played as a kid. Yeah. And uh, I think there's really close similarities between playing in the streets of Headingley, where I grew up, or wherever you grew up, and playing 5 side And that's really, I followed that line all the way through. Yeah. But it's certainly, the point he was making was, as you get older, uh, Dave and I are both in our 50s now, ancient, so I can't comprehend how that happened to me. <laughs> um, but we... Yeah, I can't wait. You, you do... <laughs> Thank you. you. As you get older, you have more responsibilities. You yes. just do. You roof's leaking because you own a house. <laughs> your kids coming home from school in trouble at school, or you know, or worried about something because you've got a kid. Yeah, yeah. Your employees or your colleagues or whatever. There's all of these things that you just didn't have when you were 13 or 10 or whenever you were yeah. playing football. And um, so, going off and playing five-a-side is an opportunity to just park all that. Yeah. If you're younger. You know, in your twenties or your thirties or whatever, it's just great camaraderie. Yeah. And it become the it can become the hub and the focus of your social life. There's some brilliant stories in that book. I can say that because they're other people's I'm stories, story, yeah. I quoted. I mean there was one team, um who went off to play in a tournament in Southampton or Bournemouth or somewhere, and it was just when Viagra was coming out, and obviously Viagra was uh, created for older guys who can't get. A ra- I don't know if you use it, Mo. I don't, no, I, but, I, yeah. I,
1: I, I. I've got. One, I've took t- one about half hour ago. I'm surprised you had not noticed. Surprised but, you don't use
2: a pulley system. So, <laughs> but anyway, Viagra. So, these, this,
1: so this team decided. Let's
0: experiment and try Viagra on a Friday night when they'd gone to play in this all day Saturday. Okay. I think they came down from Bristol to play in Southampton, so we stayed over at a weekend of it and it was still going strong at <laughs> like 10 o'clock. And it, it kicked worked. off the next morning. And, uh, you know, everybody throughout the word went round. So there's, there's loads of like, there's another story about an absolutely insane person who I had to. I had to take his name out because the bloke who cast him up gave him, <laughs> put his name in. And one of the things he did was he took his goalposts home when he got sent off by a kid in a tournament. <laughs> and the other thing he did was he, he couldn't get his best team together for, for a cup game or a league, 5 side league game. And because he worked for a waterboard, he knew how to get the pipes up. And he flooded no. the pitch. Just so that the game would be postponed, so the lengths that people will go oh, yeah. to either enhance their performance or call a game off <laughs> are—it's uh, relentless. It's the full gamut of fiveside.
1: I, it's and leagues. Of course, this is the view of it, you know. And, and this is the of it, no like league sprint sprint up in little industries and it's and it, you know it's work related or it's friends related or it's old school related. you know, have you Andy? Have you kept it going at all? Have you? Uh, have I, you a side
2: Do you know what up? I did? I spend I spend you know. F- I played at school and then I started smoking and taking drugs and drinking much as James did but you know James pushed it a bit further than I did I didn't but what I did do is manage youth teams for about 15 years right so what uh, what age uh, all the way from 8s to under 18s and I did it twice okay well there's a chapter
0: about when I did that as well yeah Yeah.
2: and and I love that and and what I would say and how it relates to 5 a side is they would like playing 11 a side football what they really loved was training when you'd say right last 15 minutes let's have a kick about and it would be essentially a 5 a side team on the Astro uh, under lights on a Wednesday night and it would be like last right, next goal wins it, all that stuff. You know, that's what they love I right mean, that, but, but
1: that Andy, atmosphere is the one that you seem to. Lo- it's it's away from the weekend pressure. Is it, it is a midweek thing more for you, but, isn't it?
0: Well, I think what it is is what I've written about and what Andy's talking about there is whether you're coaching kids or whether you're still playing a Sunday league game or whether you're playing a regular five or side with your colleagues or your mates or whatever, or whether you're in a power league or goals league. It's that what I've said in the book is that's real football. Yeah, one we're not getting paid to do it. Two, I've been playing football for like forty-four years, maybe yeah. in teams. Um, and three, we don't stop. Professionals like yes, they stop. <laughs> and so I, I obviously through the talk sport and then the magazines yeah. before, I've met a lot of footballers. I've got a couple who are mates. And you ask them, if you, do you still play? Some of them go, yeah, I yeah. do. But a lot of them go, nah. And I said, well, are you, is your leg? Are your legs gone? He went, nah. Just done it enough. It was a job. It, it was a job. It was
1: a job. Yeah, but yeah it was, was surprising was one, the of people that say yeah. that. Yeah,
0: you'll like this, Andy. One guy, um, a lot, a few people sent me stories after the, the, after it finished. Yeah, you know they like, and one guy told me that he um, he turned up in a tournament and they were doing really well until he got to the final, and the 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 opposition had uh, Luca Vialli, Dennis Wise, and Dave Besson in them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> and there's a, I've done a whole chapter on people stories that people submitted about playing against uh famous people and p- particularly ex players and when I wrote the book I wasn't sure cuz I wanted it to be very much the game that we all play sure I didn't know whether it sort of a load of name drops in yeah. from the people I've played in through when I've you know, been editing magazines in uh, celebrity tournaments or music sure. tournaments or charity matches or whatever and they started coming in because loads and loads of people through whatever reason uh, quite often very simple things like in a, they've had a charity match And the team they're playing against Have got a ringer in So there's a great story About a bloke having to mark Mel Sterland yeah. the, the lead Chef Wednesday And, and Rangers An England player um, there's, a, there's another great story there's, there's, there's three really good stories About Liverpool players About people having turned up And, and, and there's a Liverpool player On the opposition
1: I'll tell you what every, If you've got a five-a-side team At least one person Will have had, had been in that situation it, ha- it's more of, it, it happens more often Than you would care to think is that a professional footballer and a lump with no reason to be on the football field have come face to face? It happens all the time. I'll Tell you one thing, just on just
2: on that, you know, I mean, as well as going to see Chelsea, what I always do if if Chelsea are playing too far away is going to see St Albans City, who are my local right. National League South team. Okay, um, so Albans City, St. Albans City, okay. right? Um, and they are, you know, in the same. Sack,
0: yeah, S
2: nice. A C, yeah. Do uh, they chant that? S A C C. All right as an Orban city yeah yeah club okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and um, what the reason I want to mention that is because Jamie Curriton is currently playing okay. for, for, for St. Ormond City he's 43 now, if you're playing for Melbourne City at 43, you can't be doing it for the money. It must be because he so, loves playing. Mean, a
1: few, a few fall through the cracks. There are blokes who still turn out, and it's. I mean, the, the, the walking football thing is an amazing. Look. Well, that's how I play now, anyway. I think it's more strolling. I mean, this is the literal term. It, my my only son runs a, a leisure centre. He said he he's taking part in these things. And he, th- you know, his, his first impression is like, uh, okay, you know, fine. Just keeps every, it keeps keeps all the old men happy. First of all, they're not all necessarily all that old. Second of all, they're not necessarily all unfit. And he said, third of all, it's it's a really tough competitive game. It works as a sport, and so basically, you can extend your five-a-side life. You, you could basically drop dead at eighty on a football pitch if you well, want. Well, I to. play
0: with guys. I play with one guy of seventy. Yeah. And I play another couple of guys in the late 60s and, and some other guys who've turned 60 and I didn't know they were that old. But I also play with loads of teen- guys in the late teens. And I, um, I've actually got a piece in the Telegraph on Thursday about this. And uh, <laughs> you can, if you get on the right mix of players, yeah. the, a, a couple of Tuesdays ago in that game I played with Baddiel, I played with all of these guys' sons and they were just great. I just played basically up front and I'd just be laying it off yeah. just clipping it around left and right and these kids were just flying by and one of them's just left Charlton off his own accord age 19 and they offered him a professional contract another guy I played on Thursday's just joined Sheffield Wednesday and yeah. these I mean there's like imagine having to chase after a long ball from me a miss hit long ball one week the following week he plays for the Nike Academy he scores in a in a victory over Barcelona <laughs> at Wembley yeah the video goes round we all go oh, that's amazing the week eight later Sheffield Wednesday sign him and on the Saturday they immediately loan him to Bury who play him against Bradford so that is a space of less than 21 <laughs> days <laughs> he was having to play with me, me he's fat, James. Fi- fat you 50 he knows? and fucked <laughs> and then playing perfect and
1: he's, he's playing at the moment he's in Accrington on loan I do need, we're only you, so I, I do need to point out the fact that I was I was Thrown back because this is one of my favourite memories of all. Is that he, uh, James mentioned the King of the Street Ball? It is, of course, the Wembley Trophy football, yeah. which was a thing. First of all, it came in a cardboard display box, Yes yeah, so you can see the football was presented in a cardboard box. Yeah, I think it was. I'm trying to work it out. Is either two shillings or ten shillings? You should explain what it looks like. It, it's it, orange. It, it with, looks
0: like the open fronted Star Wars toys. Yes, or an Easter egg.
1: Easter egg Easter egg's a reference It was half in and Easter out Easter egg of, yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah It was half in oh, and out of the box. orange Exactly that's right so, so it's got panels in the in the cardboard yeah. And there it would be it would, You'd read Wembley Trophy on it But the thing for me it's, a, it's the greatest smell The most wonderful evocative aroma Fresh plastic You've never smelled nothing like a Wembley Trophy football And it is a, it is a thing the of re- beauty the reason to it behold was, The reason it was
0: good Mark was because It was heavier.
1: It's like a real football. It it was heavier than the other
0: plastic balls, but it was as bouncy as the other plastic balls. But it wouldn't puncture on the plate. So you had better control over it. Yeah. And also, those panels, you could write, all your favourite players' names in it. Yeah, true. <laughs> so it looked a bit like
1: one of those signed balls that you might get in it, a competition. It would take a pen. It would take a pen without any problem. I mean, you're you're still a fine figure, man, Phil. I mean, are you still oh, playing yeah. 5 or so football? You... I act. I and funny. I think it it took its told on me. I've got torn knee ligaments and a snapped Achilles tendon. So that's from, a yes, then. Yeah, that would be exactly <laughs> who needs more than the one leg. It's do you know that's the do you know, But that is the weird thing about it. It's the scariest prospect for me is an artificial surface, be, for now because the, the because the, there is it is Bambi on ice when you're watching a lot of blokes in I've slightly to, awkward outdoor conditions sliding all over the gaff.
0: I've got to tell you one of the funniest stories I had submitted, which is unique to the modern yes pitch is the 3G and now the 4G have the tiny black pellets that look a bit yeah. like yeah. mouse Getting
2: shit, your yeah. shit like,
0: yeah. well a guy called Chris Collier who's a writer who sent quite a few really good stories, he's got three or four mentions in the book um, he, told me, he, he, he tells a story where the ref has got some new pumps in a competitive league and he's, he's playing on the AstroTurf and something in these new pumps is attracting those pellets <laughs> And the more the game well, like goes iron on, filings and yeah, bits. exactly like I'm So he started off with a pair of, <laughs> like, I don't know, like what, white and red trainers or something. And as the game's gone on, they've just got more and more attached. And Chris said he's that by like the end Ber- of the game, yeah, he's said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <No, laughs> he said, old salt boot. No, by the end of the game, he had like black moon boots on, yeah, all our UGGs. Yeah, he said they were covered in straw with bees,
2: just Swarm like I. Fin- <laughs> so like, listen,
0: there's like. There's loads and loads of...
2: Where can we get a book, James? Is it on yeah, Amazon? Just, please.
0: It's in all the... Sh- it's all We're out the... now, Actually, are we? there's hardly any bookshops left anymore, like the record shops, but uh, you get it at Waterstones.
1: It's, it's on uh, Quirkus, other publisher. It's called Above Head. I like five or It's You can get it at Amazon. You it was can. number
0: one in two Amazon charts last right, week. Right, so it's oh, out
1: there. Brilliant. Um, and, uh, and for me, the, the, the greatest inspiration of all of this period is the thing that I've noticed, which is the modern version of this. You never, I don't think you ever saw it before. Men in suit jackets and full kits, including pads, riding the tube. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many blokes is that in there Yeah, yeah you've yeah. got him in there have you yeah the men, who
0: stay, the men who half kits yeah. coats and shots. can I just say next Thursday I'm in Liverpool with Peter Hooton oh super a Liverpool fan and singer of the farm and very active in the spirit of Shankly and, and, and Justice for 96 and we're going to be doing a night talking about five side Brilliant. at Liverpool Waterstones one Liverpool one at and you, come down and tell us your story. you're at,
1: at James James Brown you can find him on Twitter so James will obviously give out information there And did I mention, I did want to say, music show, Andy Saunders DJ what are you about? You do a bit of DJ now, now and then, don't you? Are no. you doing a bit of that anymore? No. I thought, I, you, know. I thought you'd break the records out. No, no, I haven't done that for a long time. Oh. You're thinking of Andy Wedrill.
2: It's, <laughs> it's
1: an easy, it's an easy make mistake to make. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, oh, not, I'm not living off the Scream of Delicate. Right, exactly. Oh, well. But, of course, you will find Mr Saunders and the rest of his motley crew at the Chelsea uh, podcast. Which um, which at you... Mr A Saunders, if you want me to say that. And Mr A Saunders will guide yeah. you in that general direction. Off now for a pint of Which is my also my favourite Because people used to drink it Because they thought it was healthy A pint of orange juice and lemonade As you made that but Does anyone Do you really does, Do grown men stick that in their body Now thinking that is a No because now you pay Instead of paying like 50p for yeah. it Now you pay 4.90 yeah,
0: for it you, it's, it's, it's And off, it's a yeah. power drink <laughs> yeah, It's right exactly on. the same drink But it
1: looks like a racing car on the outside of the bottle. (laughs) And the bottles get thrown at the side of the pitch. Oh, yeah. Orange, pints of orange juice and lemonade all round. Thank you, lads. That was the whistleblowers.
2: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast
1: at thewhistleblowers.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.